0: All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Randomly Us podcast. This is Byron.
1: And I'm Chelsea.
0: And we are excited to have you back for episode number two in the arsenal. First and foremost, we want to say thank you to everybody that listened. Uh, We actually have been getting tons of positive feedback that, honestly, we didn't think we was going to get after we released our first episode. Tons of people reached out to us personally um, and through Instagram and everything. Um, So before we kind of get into like the nitty gritty of that stuff, I want to start with discussing our goals from last week. So Chelsea, how did you do on accomplishing or I should say maybe attacking the goals that you set at the end of our first episode?
1: Okay, so my goals were health, you know, centered. I was wanting to... Go to the gym or eat better, drink more water, things like that. And I would say I did like 75%. Okay. Um, my goal is to go to the gym three days a week, which I did, which is good. Um, I definitely drank a little bit more water. I wouldn't say enough. That's where I kind of fell so short.
0: From one cup of water to one and a
1: half cups of water. I'm drinking my Stanley. Okay. It takes you Mind all day. Your own. It takes you all day. <laughs> Um, but I also, I didn't eat as good as I could have. Like, I feel like I do so good for breakfast and lunch. And then dinner is when I eat like my most unhealthy meals. And I don't know if it's because like I'm cooking for everybody or if it's just hard to come up with like a healthy meal that everyone likes or what, but I feel like I do really good. Breakfast is the easiest meal. If I could just eat my breakfast all day, I would have no problem eating healthy, but dinner is where I like lose that, you know. Yeah, because
0: sometimes you like will spend like an hour sleeving away and then I come home, we're getting ready to eat and you just go to the couch. You're like, yeah, I don't want to eat this.
1: Yeah, I don't even eat it. I think it's because I do spend time cooking and I'm like, okay, by the time I cook the meal, I don't even want to eat it. Or like I won't eat dinner because I'll say I'm not hungry and then it'll be eight o'clock. And I'm like, great. Now I'm going to just snack on pretzels because I don't eat a full meal before I go to bed. So I'm going to try to get better at that this week. Um. But I did make it to the gym and I did drink more water. So it wasn't a total loss.
0: Hey, a one's a one.
1: Yeah. How did you do on yours?
0: Okay. So it's funny that we talked about this. I think I need to do a better job at actually writing down my goals.
1: Because you I- don't remember them? No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah we can write them down for sure. Then.
0: I know the one goal I was really determined on accomplishing was my Bible study group, which this past Sunday, uh, we had our first meeting as a group so me and three mother my other buddies we finally got to meet together uh we started reading the book of romans we got through the first two chapters and for me this will be my third time reading it so for them this is like their first but it's just awesome just getting to have fellowship with other people especially like people for me that i'm very close with like some of like my best friends um so we got that started um looking to have our second meeting same thing with you was able to go to the gym three or four times this week i think this week since you went back to work i was able to get more onto a routine just because we are going to be getting up at the same time so i was getting up with you for the last like week and a half so i think i did pretty well accomplishing my goals
1: yeah um that's awesome yeah so how was your week
0: my week Man, I feel like this week was long, but fast. Like, the days felt long, but the week went by quick.
1: I would agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah, just because, like I said, you went back to work. and So I was, like, home with the kids, like, by myself. How was that? Dude. Well, one, I'm a superhero, so (laughs) it was easy. Like, I don't understand why anybody, like...
1: Okay, hold on. I'm interrupting because it's funny because I went back to work. So he was home with them <laughs> and every day I would come home and he would be like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh, well, that's funny because you're more tired than when you have stayed home with the kids all day and do what I do every day all summer long than you normally are when you go to football and tutoring and, you know, work at the gym and you're running all day long. You were so tired this week and I just I'm like, okay. See, now you know that even though it seems like I just sit at home all day long. No, it's I exhausting.
0: <laughs> Did I say it was exhausting?
1: Were you exhausted?
0: I was. <laughs> okay,
1: that's what I'm but saying. But also,
0: I'm going to say, when Superman's done saving the world, he gets tired too. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, whatever helps you sleep.
0: But no, uh, it was actually a good time. I, How do I want to word this? This is it was kind of like the most I was able to spend time with them like consecutively
1: and like, like one-on-one yeah yeah like, i agree
0: like because usually like i'll come home spend a little time leave come home run errands go to practice so like the fact that i was able to spend like five mm-hmm. hours with them just straight was pretty good um but yeah no it was it was fun um me and Rogan played me and Haley, we did some stuff like rolled around <laughs> i don't know like spit bubbles at each other whatever babies do you know yeah but no other than that um besides that just getting my classroom ready because i start work this upcoming week so
1: how are you feeling about that Ah. are you excited to go back or do you wish summer was longer
0: i am excited to go back only because I'm a creature of habit. And I like having my routine. Agreed.
1: This week was good for me. Like yeah. being back at work and like on a routine. Doing the same things every day basically was really yeah, the good fact for me.
0: Yeah, the fact that I actually have to like go to work. I'm like, ah. but I will say I think being a teacher, it is very rewarding that like. You have the opportunity to have fun at work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm not going to work sitting at a cubicle. I'm not going to work like in the heat, you mm-hmm. know, like I respect all those people. But like, at least with like teaching, as you know, like every day might have the same structure, but it's not the same day. Yeah. So I am excited to get just a routine and and have fun a little bit.
1: So this is like your second and a half ish year yes. of teaching, right? Your first year was like kind of a half year and then you had a whole year and now this will be.
0: Yeah, the this third
1: start. My dish.
0: second year.
1: Yeah, so the first two or one and a half years, you were in the same classroom, same kids. Yes, this will be your first year—a whole new building, whole new classroom, all new kids. Mm-hmm. And I think, like as a teacher, like you have all summer off, or like even anyone that works in a school, right? You probably enjoy your time off, but then you're like, I can't wait to see my kids. Like, right? You can't wait to go back and see the same faces, the same connections, the same co-workers, but that's not going to be that way for you. So how do you feel like going back tomorrow to a whole new environment, all new people, basically another fresh start?
0: Dude, I'm like, for the first time in my life, going to feel like the new kid. Yeah. Because it's weird. Like you said, you know, last two years, I was fortunate enough to be in that same building. I knew I was going to get like the same handful of kids, but now like, I actually have like a schedule where like I'm going to different classes, like I'm pulling out different kids, like I'm having, you know, small group. So I'm kind of going to be like floating around in a sense compared to what I have last year. I don't want to say like, I'm nervous, but I am anxious to see how it goes. Yeah. And I will say I am fortunate enough being primarily in our high school that I do know a lot of kids from coaching. Like, a lot of my football guys, like I'll see like a lot of kids that I had for track. And it's just funny. Actually, one of my players was like, Oh, hey, like Coach Byron, like, are you going to have like a homeroom? Like, you're going to have a flex? I'm like, Yeah, I'm going to have one. He's like, hey, He's like, maybe I'll come and hang out with you. I'm like, Cause again, like, this is my first year, that, you know, at the high school. I'm like, You just get to hang out during this flex thing. Like, what? <laughs> he's like, Oh, yeah, like all the time. Like, I just, you know, get a note from like my homeroom teacher and like, I just go hang out with other ones. I'm like, Sure, dude, if you really want to spend more time with me, like we've been spending the last, I don't know, three months together, sure, we can spend more.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that'll be exciting. Can't wait to circle back around and hear how it went. Yeah.
0: So, after we just had our little awkward moment of silence, let's go into our topic of discussion for this episode, which is going to be, drumroll, Chelsea.
1: That was the most <laughs> pathetic drum. <tremor. laughs> ah, uh, I'm so sorry.
0: You guys could see the disbelief I have on uh, my face. Definitely gonna have to clip this part. But we are going to be talking about love language.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm excited for this.
0: Yeah, I figured you would be because <laughs> I thought this is more so like a ladies' topic for sure.
1: That's not true. Uh, we've talked about this before. So. Mm. I will say this is something that I chose to revisit, right? So I guess it could be more lady-centered there. But before we got married, the church that we got married in required us to do premarital counseling, Mm -hmm. um, which was cool. And we did this in that premarital counseling. And we both said then that we really enjoyed the premarital counseling. It was really cool. We got to, like, spend time with each other, you know, learn a little thing or two about each other. Um, and things like that so we took the five love languages test then so I was like well I think since that we've got married you know we've changed we've grown Mm -hmm. let's take it again you know how can we better serve each other how can we strengthen like our marriage and our connection and I think knowing how the other person feels loved and looks at love is important right
0: so my question is to answer yours yes it is important to know each other but what exactly is love language for those people who may not know what it is Yeah, so
1: i was getting there so there are five love languages um acts of service physical touch quality time receiving gifts and words of affirmation so obviously acts of service would be things like Helping out around the house, um, maybe doing, you know, your planner for you. Like I help keep you organized or um, picking up without, you know, being asked or, you know, anything like that. I do all those. Yeah. I, I was just giving.
0: Uh, I just wanted to <laughs> let everybody know that I do all those things. So,
1: um, okay. Physical touch, I obviously. Obviously is like. You know, hugging, holding hands, like maybe cuddling up on the couch, things like that. Quality time, you know, spending time together, having conversation, maybe taking dates often if that's something you need. Gift giving or receiving. Obviously, that's pretty common sense. And then words of affirmation. So saying kind things, maybe little like love notes around the house, things like that. So those are the five areas of the love language. So we both took this test and we're going to share our results. But before we do that, I think it'd be fun to say how we thought like the other person like ranked in the thing. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like see what, so I can kind of see what you think my love language is versus what it really is. And you can see like what I would assume yours was. So what do you think, Myron? My love languages.
0: If I had to put all my marbles into one of these baskets, I would put it either in receiving gifts or acts of service.
1: Okay. Well, what I was thinking is you would take all five of them and like, because uh, you know like the test ranked us in all five categories, you know what I mean? Gave yeah, us a exactly. percentage. So which one do you think is like my number one? Your
0: number one would probably be, I'm going to go. Tax of service, mm-hmm. number uno. Receiving gifts would be two. I'm going to go words of affirmation, three. Quality time, four. And then physical touch, five.
1: Okay. So for you, I think, do you want me to tell you what I think, what yours are? Or you want me to give you mine first? You
0: no, know what? How about you give me yours that way? While we're on topic. Yeah. Okay.
1: So mine let me find it here. So my number one was acts of service 40%. So I feel loved whenever I don't have to ask you to, you know, take out the trash or do the dishes or, you know, pick up after the kids, things like that are ways that I feel loved when I come home and the house is clean. I feel so good. I'm kinder. I'm happier. Like that, I'm not surprised that, that was my number one by so any that's means. That's why
0: you were in a good mood this week, because I was home all morning. Yeah, I was busting yes. my butt cleaning.
1: <laughs> that is absolutely Maybe true. Maybe
0: I should be a stay-at-home dad.
1: All right, let's do it. <laughs> I, that is true, though. And I'm not surprised that that was my number one, because I would have assumed that about myself. My number two was actually not gifts. It was words of affirmation. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so... It's funny because, like, I wouldn't have thought that about myself. I would have thought gifts were probably high. But I also do remember, like, when we were in college, you would write me, like, notes and leave them in my car sometimes. And that really was sweet. And I was like, wow, I did really feel loved and appreciated. Or you'd randomly send me, like, a text and be like, hey, I appreciate you. I'm like, wow, that makes sense that it would be my number two weighing in at 20% of my Uh love language but I never even thought of it just because it's not something that I feel like either of us really do a whole lot of. So Um, my number three also at 20%. So they were kind of tied was quality time, which is probably why I enjoy this podcast so much. So like we were talking after the first episode, I was like, okay, I was nervous going into it, but I loved it. I loved getting to sit and just have like a conversation with you. I also said it's really weird. I didn't realize how sidetrack I get. In like, I, I hate to say like the normal world because we're still <laughs> normal, but this feels like we're away from everything. You know what I mean?
0: It's like our safe zone.
1: Yeah. Like I didn't realize how sidetrack I got in conversations and how much my mind like wanders when I'm talking with people until we did this because you have this headphone on and it's like secluded and you literally don't think about anything besides each other and you can't hear any background noise. Like I don't hear anything going on. So I'm 100% focused on this. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy it. So I'm not surprised that I had quality time as number three. Um, my fourth one was receiving gifts, 17%. Um, and then you were right, nail on the head with the physical touch was my last one with three <laughs> yeah. percent. I know. And I I don't know why I'm like that, but like I just I don't I don't want to hold hands, I don't want to be hugged. Cuddling's really not my happy. Place. I know that like every girl is like, oh, cuddling fall, scary movies. And I'm just like, no, don't touch me. Stay far away. So you were kind of close. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, like, you had the top one right and the last one right, but the middle were just like kind of. But yeah, pretty cool.
0: Okay, let's flip the switch. What All right. You think I rank?
1: I think that number one is hundred percent physical touch. Mm. I've never met anyone that like Wakes up and they're like, you didn't kiss me yet today. And I'm like, bro, it's only been like three hours into the day. I want all the dragon breath. Yeah. So physical touch, I would say, is your number one. Um words of affirmation, I think, is your number two. Because I didn't realize it until recently either, though, how much you do like appreciate me telling you, you know, good things about you, being, you know, kind of like affectionate in that way saying like, oh, like, hey, by the way, I appreciated that you cleaned up the house all week while I was at work. Um, Next, I would say quality time. Then I would go acts of service and I would say gifts last because I don't really feel like you really ever ask for anything. You don't want anything. Gifts just don't really, to me, seem like your cup of tea, which I could be butchering these. So that would be kind of awkward. But you just don't really seem like you don't need a whole lot, you know? You don't, I don't. You don't seem like the needy, gifty type.
0: Literally, I can survive on the bare
1: metal. Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's how I would rank you. So what do you got for it?
0: That's awkward because you were so close uh. to being 100% correct. <laughs> and honestly, it was only the first two. Okay. Words of affirmation. we number one. was a, Yep. Talk was my right. number one. It is true i don't know why like i'm curious to know more like of this like the psychology of how people rank like in yeah. things but like i don't know i just maybe it's because like i'm a sports guy like just growing up playing sports like always just hearing like hey good job but, like just makes me happy but yeah i know like that's this, a good way
1: to look at it i never thought of
0: that yeah but like this week i don't know what type of mood you were in or maybe like aliens came and, like <laughs> like beamed you up in the middle of the night and I didn't know but you're just like so like lovey-dovey towards me this week and even like you kind of called it you're like I don't know what's into me right now but you're like amazing Byron. and I love you I'm like over here like crying
1: I love you too oh my gosh
0: but no like when you're sending me those text messages I was like just thrilled physical touch is definitely number two mm-hmm. like you said wait what
1: were your percentages i just want to know how far uh, off they were
0: honestly three percent difference
1: okay so like they were pretty
0: close. i know they were like it's almost interchangeable
1: yeah okay yeah.
0: physical touch is number two like you said i want some smoochy kisses first thing in the morning like the other day you actually left and i'm pretty sure you gave rogan and helen a kiss And I was just like in the corner like you.
1: I know. I'm terrible at that. I'm sorry. And
0: then you get annoyed when I ask like, hey, can I have a kiss goodbye?
1: But you have to realize like I'm at 3%. So, (laughs) you know, it makes sense. It's
0: a huge gap to fill. Quality time at 20%. Number three. I mean, the reason why we have this podcast is because. And also too, like.
1: Was mine number three too?
0: uh, Mine
1: was. Was it? Yeah, 20%.
0: Cool. Yeah. I just think like you said, like. I don't need much like as long as we can like just hang out on the couch. That's why I miss finding like a good show to watch with you.
1: Yeah. So if you have any recommendations for any good shows, send them to us. DM me.
0: Acts of service. I feel feel like acts of service and receiving gifts is like two for me. I know.
1: I kind of thought that too. But in my mind, I looked at it as acts of service or things you can do for free. So like when I do your planner and like get your whole life in order that's an of act of service but i just bought you like new say work clothes that would be a gift
0: okay you
1: know what i mean because i'm paying for it
0: yeah well i mean like uh, as i was saying like acts of service for me it's just like eh. like i appreciate that you do my planner like i appreciate that like you keep me on on the railroad tracks but like this doesn't do it for me and then obviously like we said receiving gifts like i appreciate them but like so, like
1: you don't need them. Like, yeah, like not what really? I'm not doing backflips. Yeah, I get not that. not at all. Well, that was fun. So I will leave the link for this um, yes, down good. below, and I'll put it on our Instagram too. That way, if you've never taken it, you can. Or if you've taken it before, you should take it again because we've actually both taken this, and I think even just in our four years of being married, our answers have changed. If I'm correct. <sighs> I feel like mine were not the same because I feel like how you said like gift giving was high on mine. I think it was. And honestly, I think as we has, have grown and like gotten older, like gifts aren't as important to me, probably because if I want something, I just get it myself. But yeah, I do think the mind changed. So I think that if you say you've been married 10 years and you're like, we took this before take it again. And it gives you it's a good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Like it helps me understand you know, why you are the way you are and why I am the way I am. So in the morning or whenever I'm leaving out the door and I'm forgetting to give you a kiss, I need to stop and realize, hey, this is something that means something to him. I need to run back in and give him a kiss to make him feel loved. And vice versa, if like, you know, once a month I might forget, you know, it was nothing like that I did intentionally, it's just not my cup of tea, yeah. so it's not on my priority and list.
0: A whopping 3%
1: yeah. yeah, it was really low.
0: No, I definitely <laughs> like the idea so, mm-hmm. like Chelsea said, she will post the link yeah. or whatever and maybe we could do kind of like a little Dropbox if anybody like, wants to share like their results. Yeah,
1: that'd be cool
0: We'll keep it anonymous, obviously, but if you want to say, oh, like, me and my wife, Shelly, like, we you know, I don't know It sounded good in my head Anyway, let's get to the next topic.
1: (laughs) Okay, so before we do our Scripture of the Week, I have a question. I want you to tell me what are the top three things that you feel like you need to do every day to have, like, a good, successful, thriving day? Like, what are three things that really set the mood for you? Set the mood
0: for me? Number one coffee
1: so you have to have coffee every morning yes okay like
0: i would probably say i'm a borderline addict. oh wow yeah like if i don't have any coffee then like i don't know i just feel off number two reading my scriptures like i just feel different like even if i just get to read like one chapter or like maybe a, a handful of verses within that chapter. um, It sets me up for a better day. And I'm going to put it as my 2B, just because it involves like the Bible and stuff, but uh, praying would be my 2B. And then number three, ooh, this is a tough one. Those are my main two. If I could really like truly have a third, like if there's a way for me to like work out in the morning, like back when i well they
1: don't have to be morning things like just anything that you do every day that really like makes your day
0: okay so i would say like yeah those first two for Mm -hmm. sure and then i would for me number three kind of just floats i mean i would say like working out kind of sets up my day pretty good um i don't know what do you think like if you had to pick my third
1: I would say yeah the yeah. gym okay some type of like release yeah like running the gym yeah even like you know I remember like during track season sometimes you would just run with like your athletes even just to get a few minutes of just something yeah
0: yeah, yeah I mean I would say that or your three
1: um okay so I every day on the way to work I listen to worship music so like Okay. That would be one thing that when I don't do it, I notice that like, I'm not in as good of a mood or I'm more negative or, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's funny because it's not something I have done like my whole life. It just actually started within the last year. And I would go into work last year and on like, we have the, I don't know if it's called like an iHeartRadio or Alexa or one of the little robots that play music. Um, my principal, when I would walk in, would always have like worship music playing. And I don't even know, like when it started or how it started, but it just like, I heard it in the background noise kind of one day. And I just realized like when it was playing, I would have such a better day because I started off with like something good, something positive, not, you know, the typical music that we maybe listen to.
0: Yeah. Like the secular music.
1: Yeah. And quickly that music changed to like country music and it's not that there's anything wrong with country music, but it wasn't, I wasn't getting the same effect Mm -hmm. when that was playing, when I walked in as I did when like worship music was playing. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to start listening to this on my way to work. So if I'm not like, you know, running late and don't even put music on, that's the first thing I do when I get in my car is I put on some type of worship music or put like a playlist on that I find on Apple music or something like that. And I will say, I notice my mood, my day, everything is 10 times better when I get there. Mm -hmm. So, um, I like to take a bubble bath like every night. That's like something that I have to do every day to like make me feel better. I will come home and I'm like, okay, I need this 30 minutes of alone time, this quiet time, water so hot that my skin's melting off just to like decompress before I tackle like cleaning up after dinner, doing You know, bedtime routines, so on and so forth. That, I feel like, really resets me to finish out the rest of our night. And then number three. Hmm. I would say those are the two most, like, consistent.
0: Yeah. I feel like the third one could always be, like, a toss-up.
1: I know, because I'm like, okay, well, I do like to have coffee every day. But if I don't have it, it doesn't really, like, ruin my day. But those two things I notice a big time when they don't happen, my day and my mood is like a big shift. So, those would definitely be the top
0: two. I will say, I do appreciate when you take bubble baths <laughs> because it's also 30 minutes of me watching whatever I want to watch. Like
1: quiet time for you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm like, yes. Especially too, like if we have, if I have to feed Halen, I'm like, oh, game on. I get to watch whatever I want uninterrupted. Best day. So you keep taking those <laughs> for sure. Uh,
1: okay. So okay.
0: now we will pivot to scriptures of the week, right? Yep. Okay. Who wants to go first? You can go. Me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So as we were kind of getting prepped for this, I was so mad because there actually was a scripture that I, it really resonated with me. And I thought I screenshot it, but I didn't. And I was kicking myself. But then I found another one. But I really want to talk about the first one, just because I think it, it's a really good point. And it kind of ties into um, the Bible study that I started. So started a Bible study real quick. All my buddies, we get on FaceTime and I send us like the scriptures that we're going to read. Uh, and then I send like some videos that, you know, correlate to what we're reading. and. Chelsea was kind enough to kind of get dinner ready and like was doing everything while I was doing this. And I will admit I was kind being a little bit hard on my two buddies. I was just like, oh, of course you guys didn't, didn't watch the videos. Or of course you didn't read beforehand. And Chelsea's like kind of looking at me and I was like, all right guys, what started the Bible study, you know, they're really into it, you know, kind of made up for it. My one buddy was bringing up stuff that we read like months ago. I'm like, okay, yeah, you got it, man. We finished it. And then me and Chelsea were sitting. She's like, hey, you should just be happy that those two are part of your Bible study. Like, at least they showed up. And I was like, you know what? You are right. And I really had to humble myself just because everybody's journey is different. Like, even though I'm very passionate about it, not everybody's just as passionate
1: they're not there yet
0: yeah they're not there yet and so like the verse like was talking about like humble yourself before others um i really wish because it really like tied in well and i'm like man like that is right like i do need to kind of bring myself down a notch or two just because i should be happy just for the opportunity to share with these guys and talk about it but For my actual scripture of the week, it is in James chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, and I will be reading it from the NIV version. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And I think oftentimes when we are going through stuff, we always think of the negative, not so much the opportunity that we get to have um you know every day we should be thankful that we have a chance to test ourselves just because in testing ourselves we are building our faith in in christ and we're getting stronger and sometimes we need that tough or difficult task at hand to really show us why we believe so So even though we're going through something, we should still find joy in that. And so so that scripture came to me. This was today, actually. Um, It really, really clicked with me just because I have been going through some stuff kind of mentally um, that's like real negative and stuff. But I think this will be a, a true test of character for sure.
1: Good. I like that. OK, so it's funny that you talked about negativity, because whenever I was like reading and trying to figure out, you know, what's mine going to be and, you know, what is like something I need that maybe someone else needs. I was like, you know, it's so easy to be negative. It is. It is so easy to be negative. It is so easy to let things get the best of you. And I have the hardest time with that. And I said, like, going into this school year, I'm like, I'm going to be positive. Like, I'm going to be like the light that someone needs. I'm going to be positive at home. And like, quickly, I just found myself like reverting back to being negative, saying negative things, having negative thoughts. And it's so easy. And I think like sometimes there's a fine line between being passionate about something and then letting it bring out a bad side of you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where I really struggle is because things that I believe, things that I, you know, put my heart into, I tend to get really passionate about those things. And then I quickly let them turn into something that can like bring negativity out of me and show like an ugly side of me that maybe isn't who I am just because I'm so passionate about what I believe in Mm -hmm. or what you know, my mission is or so on and so forth. So my verse is Ephesians 4, 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And that was really one I needed today because I just kept finding myself like wanting to like comment on things or say things or, you know, post things or share things with people that were all negative. They were all like corrupt talk and they were serving no good to anyone, not to me, not to the people hearing them, you know, and there's also a fine line about, you know, saying what's right and not saying anything at all, right? You should always speak up if something is wrong, but when you're speaking up, are you saying it in a positive way? And that's where I struggle. I sometimes let my negativity get the best of me. And when I say things, they come across negative or like I'm negative and that's, that's not the case. And I need to work on that for sure.
0: No, yeah, no, I definitely think you kind of have to look at it as what is my overall goal of saying what I have to say?
1: Mm-hmm. And if it's not for good, why am I saying
0: it? Yeah. And also, I think it's hard, especially when you're dealing with other people, just because you could be coming at it with, you know, good intentions, but they still, Might take offense to it.
1: Yeah. Like I said, like everything I I do and everything I say comes from a good place, but it might not come out in a good way. So that's something you maybe need to like, you know, they say like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. So is what I'm saying nice? You know, am I getting my point across in a nice way? Am I showing that I'm saying it with my heart and with my passion? Or am I saying it as in like, I'm right, you're wrong type of thing?
0: Yeah, no, no, I definitely think it's all about delivery, like how you're going to, you know, deliver the information that you are passionate about. Yeah. And I mean, people will probably disagree with me on this one, but I don't want to say to be negative or like to be nasty, but sometimes, like, when you are passionate, you know, the things you say are very emotional to you. Mm-hmm. So you might get a little animated mm-hmm. in a sense, but being able to kind of come back down, get level headed and just say, Hey, listen, like, I know I may come off like this, but like, that's not the intentions I have like this, like, these are my real intentions. Like this is what I meant from it because I want this situation to get better, you know, depending on what it is. So um, no good.
1: All right. So before we wrap up and go into our goals from the week, I mean for like this upcoming week. Um, what's one thing you're thankful for? One thing uh, this week. Like what's something that happened to you? A situation, um, maybe something someone said to you, like something that you're thankful for or made you like feel good or brought you joy or anything like that?
0: Well, not to give you know a very vague answer, but I would say I I am thankful for the opportunity that I got to spend with my kids this week. Um, just like I said, just living a very busy lifestyle, you know, with coaching and teaching and the 12 other jobs that I have being able to, you know, spend time, you know, with my kids and just building those relationships a little bit better. And, and I definitely think it it meant a lot because, like, the other day, Rogan just randomly was like, hey, dada, I love you. Just randomly. I'm like, dude, where did that come from? I was like, but I love you too, bud. Like, it just made my day. It goes back because I'm a person that really enjoys words of affirmation.
1: Yeah.
0: See what I did there? I circled back to our topic.
1: All right. All right. So going into next week. Time,
0: goes- out. Oh, time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. what's your answer to the question
1: oh okay um
0: what are you thankful for don't just
1: when i thought of that question i thought of it as in like something that other people did for us not so much like something that deep so then i was like well
0: okay well that
1: really makes mine awkward it's really not that important anymore
0: oh but what was you gonna say what was you thinking i mean obviously if we're thankful for something
1: nah it's okay let's just move on all right, anyway, what are your goals going into the week?
0: Goals going into this week. Be on time for work.
1: I mean, yeah, that's probably a pretty important one. I'm no, just kidding. I'm never
0: late. No, my goals for this week um I'm going to say my number one goal is not getting overwhelmed this week. Um I mean, just speaking of work, I know with me transitioning to a new building, uh me kind of stepping into a new role, um, a lot of changes are gonna, you know, be happening for me. Just learning and adapting to those things um, could be very stressful. So, just trying not to get stressed. Um, I actually want to get organized more. Uh, really, kind of know what I'm gonna be doing. Uh, my second goal is again, I'm gonna dedicate more time to you. Just actually have like uninterrupted time especially since we're both back to work and all that. I think that's going to be very important. And then third goal, uh, again, just stay on top of my mental health uh, and physical health. So trying to find time now to at least squeeze in two to three days of working out. And actually, you know what? Maybe reducing my caffeine intake. That probably would be a good goal. Yeah. Because, I mean, 500 milligrams a day probably isn't the safest.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: I still go to bed on time, so you're up.
1: All right. Um, my goals for the week is to definitely eat healthy. Again, I know I said that last week, and but I didn't. I fell short, so I need to do better this week. Um, another thing is I want to maybe make things more intentional. Like, uh-huh. I do a lot of things, but for what? You know what I mean? I want everything to have meaning behind it. Why am I doing this? Oh, I like that. So I'm going to try to be more intentional with the things that I do. Um, Read my Bible more because, you know, I'm not very good at that. I'm not a good reader. Maybe I should say, listen, I'm going to try to put the audio on because I am a terrible reader. I get so sidetracked, but I need to do that because I definitely feel like I can notice like, like I said, with the negative talk and things like that, things that I said I didn't want to do this year coming out of me already. And I know it's because I'm not putting god at the center of my life and i'm not reading as much as i should and i'm not you know diving into that and it's showing in my actions um so definitely that and the last one i'm gonna try to have a no spend week so no spending unnecessary money so obviously like the necessities are you know Groceries, gas, things like that. But it's so easy for me to be like, oh, I forgot my lunch. I'm gonna go out and get something. Or oh, it's Friday. I need coffee, and the coffee at home's not good enough, so I'm getting Starbucks. Or oh, I don't want to cook dinner. Rogue wants Chick Fil A. Let's just get Chick Fil A after the gym. I'm. It's so easy for me to do that. So my goal this week is to have a no spend week, no unnecessary purchases. Nice. Yeah.
0: So you, you said it. So now you gotta stay true. To I it.
1: know. I'm gonna try really hard. All right.
0: So I think that wraps up our episode for this week. Is there any last minute comments you want to make?
1: Um, if you haven't listened to the first episode, be sure to do that. Follow us on Instagram at randomly us podcast. Um, anything else?
0: Mm-hmm. No, I would just say kind of be on the lookout. I think we may be doing more like interactive stuff, maybe.
1: Yeah. So share our Instagram, share our podcast with your friends. Yep. Um I do think, I will say one thing. I think it's really cool after our last episode, when we started this, like we've said many times before, we kind of thought like maybe our parents would listen to it, maybe some family members. But after the first one and seeing like how many of our friends and acquaintances and like even like some of Byron's athletes and, you know, some people from my work, like listen to it. It was honestly really a good feeling that that many people cared about what we had to say. Um, so with that being said, if you've listened to them, please, if you liked it, share with your friends um, and give us feedback. Um, yeah. My grandma, she's like our biggest critic, right? With love, right? She gave me tons of feedback after listening to the first episode. So if there's something that you liked or didn't like, or you think would be cool, or you have maybe something else you want to hear or us talk about, leave it in the comments on our Instagram and maybe we'll listen. Maybe we won't. Um, but yeah. All right.
0: That's it. So everybody take care. God bless. Have a good week. Deuces.